Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chipper in the house. He's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline on this uh, Monday afternoon. Hello, my friend. We now have a dynasty. If we had any debate, the debate is over. We have a dynasty do you believe sports are better when we have a dominant team, when we have a dynastic team like we have in the Kansas City Chiefs? I tend to like it. I know people like the variety, but I like when there is a team that exemplifies greatness and can do it repeatedly because it also creates, which we saw last week, I think, the villain uh, line that people started to turn on the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, which I found crazy because I love watching that guy play. But yeah, uh, right. p- fans, sports fans, do not like to see one team rule, and they will find a way to to root against them and hate them and hope that they get knocked from the pedestal. So I think it creates that that uh, narrative. But I just love watching greatness, and whether it's Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, and now Patrick Mahomes. They, as bad as they played and looked at times and as much as uh, the 49ers looked like the better team, when it got to crunch time, it just felt like there's no way Patrick Mahomes is going to lose this game. And you saw it in his demeanor, the way he just looked so calm under pressure. And this guy, he's not going to lose. Uh, so if you're an NFL team and you're looking at that and you're thinking, man, for the better part of the – regular season they look like a okay team you know with, with yep. flaws exactly Chad, look at the look at the 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 gauntlet of teams they beat on the road right yep. to win a super bowl i mean that just tells you this guy is not done i agree with literally every single word you said i i love watching brilliance i think sports are better when there's the big bad boogeyman and we got to try to beat them uh, and guess what? They get beat. As, mm-hmm. as dynastic as the as the Patriots were, they got beat a lot. I mean, they they won plenty of Super Bowls, but Denver beat them, Philly beat them, Baltimore beat them. When you have one team and everybody's gunning for them, I just think sports are better that way because you're still you're still going to have. Next year, we're going to get, what, four teams who weren't in the playoffs this year, maybe more? Yeah. That's what it and, is on average every year. It's basically four teams. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about them, too, is it was the same thing the year before, where in the middle of the season last year, people were like, what's going on with Kansas City? Same thing this year. But in the end, 
when that guy needs to make a play, it's what, 80% of the time he makes the play? Yeah. And I was reminded again by a tweet, this team traded a guy who might be the best receiver in football, Tyreek Hill. They decided because of the financial issues, they couldn't afford him. And let's see, since they traded him, they've won back-to-back Super Bowls. I know. And, I think that worked also, out okay. And I also think in the same way that um, Brady and Belichick were tied, I mean, you, you can't really say Mahomes without Andy Reid. And I thought that was a master class by him last night offensively. Uh, you know, play calling, design, the one uh, – design run that Mahomes had. Was that a fourth down or third down? But that was a brilliant That was play. the fourth? That was the what, fourth, yeah. Uh, well, he ran on fourth and one freelance, but then he had that other run where they ran. It was like for about 25 yards. That was was that one. Was that design that was or was down. that him on no, his own? No, it was own? definitely design. Well, okay. yeah. Yeah, it could have been him on his own, but um, – they, you know, they saw. I thought I thought the receiver went out for a pass, but maybe that's part of the play. Yeah, I mean, they were taking advantage of the pass rush, and, and uh, yeah, for sure. You know, they saw Bosa was crashing down the line really hard, so he just exactly. ran right. I mean, that was brilliant. But he's just, and and that's why I think there's a lot of conversation today, Chad, about Shanahan and and how he handled the overtime mm-hmm. with the new rules. I understand. I understood his thing at the time. I thought it was uh, he did it because. Um. His defense was gassed, and he didn't want to put him right back out there. Yeah. And his explanation was he was thinking about the third possession. But, man, right. I, I don't want to leave it in Mahomes' hands. I want to know what I have to be able to do. I would, I would have handled it different. Okay, so we, we had that debate earlier, and I kind of made that point. I said <clears throat> almost every time I'm kicking the ball, right? I'm kicking the ball. Yeah. I'm getting it last. But they were getting their butts kicked defensively. And I know. That's, I think yeah. I think he was fearful if outside of the what would it have been about a five minute break for the sure. coin flip and commercial and all that, if the defense goes right back out there, his fear was what happened actually, you know, fifteen minutes later, because 49ers had a long drive yeah. to uh kick that field goal. I also thought, you know, when he's talking about the third drive being the most important, you know, with analytics. Yeah. If you don't handle the first two drives, Chip, well, the third drive never happens. It, well, yeah, and I, the only way I could see doing what he did, the logic was, my defense is completely gassed, and we're not going to be able to stop it because they need a blow. I'm with you. But the other thing, don't you always want to know what you have to be able to do? Because I thought it was, you know, for the Chiefs, they knew they had to go for it on fourth down. Like, if, if you get stopped early, yeah. you know, right. you might punt. So I always want to know what I have to do, whether I need to go for it or can I play more conservatively. Um, so that's why I think if you're thinking, if you're worried, particularly with Patrick Mahomes, when he's on the opposite sideline, I want to know what I have to do. Um, and so any other situation I might not have, but because, you know, how great he is, I, I want him to make, make him go first so I knew exactly what I had to do. Yeah, very valid. You know, I'm, I'm watching like yesterday with the combination of some sports fans and and some others, and on that drive where it's – I remember one time it was like third and six, and I just said to my friend, I go, it's really not third and six. It's second it's two and down. six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's second and six because they're not punting, you know. So so that, that, mm-hmm. that buttresses your argument. Okay, 
when it was as low scoring as it was, how much of that do you think was two quality defenses where Kansas City's been quality all year, San Francisco's been a little bit more hit and miss, versus San Francisco missed opportunities, Kansas yeah. City with the the poor snaps and the fumble, the interception. I I still like defense. I know you do too. I thought there were more offensive mistakes, though, that along with some quality defense. Yeah, and I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't want to take anything away from the defensive uh, performance because those are two great defenses. But a lot of that felt self-inflicted. The you know the yep. penalties, kind of the sloppiness, uh, some missed throws <clears throat> that um, you know that Purdy had particularly. Mahomes uh, had the rare interception. Um, so I, I thought it was a lot of self-inflicted. And I got to be honest with you, the first two-plus quarters, it was pretty bad football. <laughs> oh, we would have been clicking. It was, yeah, it was not uh, It was not a work of art. Uh, now, no. great, you know, in the fourth quarter, not, but it was, uh, it was just a lot of self-inflicted stuff. And you, you mentioned the bad snaps. Chad, how many times did Mahomes have to bend over to pick it up off his shoelaces? To snap? Ten. It's like, what? I mean, it was ridiculous. I was in my mind. I was like, hit him in midsection. Why is it so hard? Yes. Yes. I couldn't understand Harrigan would add him an overrated, underrated, properly rated. He's right. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's pause. Let's talk about how the Vikings should look at this game, and then we'll uh, venture into P.J. Fleck and other matters. Our friend Chip Scoggins his great work on display, regular basis in the Star Tribune. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with uh, Scoggins at Chip Scoggins on X. All right, it's the easy move. I'll go for it. The local football team. How should they look at how they compare to these two teams? Played them both. At uh, in downtown Minneapolis, competitive with Kansas City, beat San Francisco. Uh, so how should how should they look at this? And 
when do you think we're going to find out something about this team? It's the 12th. We got JJ's contract, which I assume is still months away. We got Kirk and what happens with him. When will this team start making some news? Yeah, I would think that the JJ contract, you would hope, um, would come in short order because, I mean, as Quasey's reminded us uh, from way back last year that he's had pretty much constant dialogue and a lot of uh, positive conversations with Jefferson's representatives. So hopefully that's leading uh, to, you know, a, a finality here uh, pretty soon. But when you, when you ask me what the team, if, if you're drawing any correlations, um, obviously it'd be great to have a Patrick Mahomes, but uh, <laughs> they got to fix it. They got to fix their defense. Right. I mean, you look at those two defenses, uh, it's, it's just going to be hard for them to advance beyond, you know, just being kind of a fringe playoff team in the hunt in the division if they don't fix their defense. Brian Flores was great last year and uh, was was running schemes that nobody had really seen in the NFL. But once coaches got a beat on that and started figuring it out and uh, dissecting it, we saw what happened. Their personnel deficiencies showed up there at the end of last season. So they got to fix the defense and then – you know, it's interesting. You had one of the highest-paid quarterbacks, if not the highest-paid quarterback on one side and the lowest-paid quarterback on the other. Uh, yeah. and you can go by to, you can surround a low-paid quarterback, a rookie quarterback, with a ton of great players, which is what San Francisco's done. Or, you know, what Kansas City's done, they've had to make some hard decisions with Tyreek Hill. But when you have a, you know, a guy that might go down as the greatest of all time, uh, you don't have to be as great around him. So, But to me, you know, obviously the quarterback – uh, question is, is number one on the list, but they have to fix their defense. They've got to improve their personnel there. Okay, so let's let's just go your gut instinct today on Cousins and the Vikings. Um, we've been talking and throwing out different numbers. I, I think I threw at you the 40-plus million. He thought, oh, I don't know. few others have tossed it out. I just always think, Chip, when I think any sport, any highly pursued player, it's always more than we think. So mm-hmm. I guess the $45 million wouldn't shock me at all. What does your gut instinct tell you? When they open up next year, wherever they open up, is Cousins their quarterback? I think he is. I still think that uh, in the perfect scenario for them that they could get him to a two-year deal and draft a quarterback and have that that. Uh, guy sit for a couple years and and remain competitive with Cousins, uh, with with the you know the talent they have on offense around him, and if they can make some key moves on defense, I think they look at that. Now, does that put you in the realm of being a true contender? I don't know. I don't know that you can fix what they have to do on defense in one off season. I just think there's some real personnel turnover that has to go there. So, but as much as we know. Uh, the Wilfs are fans, and they want to win. Uh, and we know KOC how he feels about Cousins. I just I, I would lean towards that's what they're probably going to try to do. Now, if Cousins insisted on I want three years at you know forty five plus, I'm not sure they're going to be willing to go down that road. Will another team give him? Th- well, he always likes the guarantee, you know, and yeah. that's what he's ended up with. <sighs> Again, I, when, when people say the market, it's just one, the market's one team. Well, is that the, do you he, think he, he gets three one. years? Yeah. Um, if if teams are comfortable with his recovery, 
because it's not like he's a mobile quarterback anyways. It's not like he's going to have no. lost something mm-hmm. from his game that another quarterback might. Uh, so if they feel comfortable in his, in his recovery that everything's good there, you know what you're getting. You're getting a pocket quarterback. So, um, Chad, there's just so many bad quarterbacks in the league that when you see a guy who's yep. uh, top, what, 12, I would, I would think, based on what we saw, the, way, the level he was playing at last year, top 10. Um, or higher, I, you know, I mean, there, um, it just takes one team that feels like yep, that's a quarterback that's missing. So it wouldn't surprise me. Let's go to uh, PJ Fleck. The, um, I mean, the startling news of where we're at with college football last week. Yeah. Uh, illuminated when Chip Kelly leaves UCLA once vaunted, touted, ideal and competitive leaves there as their head coach making just under 6 million to join Ryan day, who he's, he knows and has known for a long time to become their offense coordinator, probably what around 2 million. But I mean, leaving one place as a head coach for an offense coordinator tells you a lot, including UCLA right now. A lot of people think it's just impossible that yeah. how they fit in the landscape, academic, NIL, doesn't work. So two or three well-known college football insiders reported Philip John Fleck. Some reported only him. So we're like, we're thinking, yeah. what's going on? He puts out a tweet saying he's looking forward to be the coach next year at Minnesota. Does that mean we are completely done with this conversation? Yes, because uh, with the UCLA, yes, because they uh, not too long ago. Probably well, they, you're they, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I forgot that part today that they did yeah. name yeah. Yeah, the head coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's yeah, I, it doesn't surprise me. I, I think they uh, they probably called him, and it's kind of a yeah. a weird story. I actually, know the, the athletic director at UCLA, UCLA really well. Uh, many many years ago, almost thirty years ago, I covered him as a high school basketball player in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Is that right? And got to, okay. and got, and got to know Martin Jarman yep. and his family really well. So um, it wouldn't surprise me because PJ fits the profile of what they, they need. Somebody to come out there and shake the tree. They need somebody that's going to bring yep. some energy and life yep. to that. So he would fit there. But but you're right. Their, their programs run. Their entire athletic department is running a deficit. Sounds like their NIL is you know really not much of anything, and so. That's why they're coming to the Big Ten because they want that Big Ten TV money to try to, you know, pull them out of, uh, you know, the despair that they're in. So if you're looking at it from PJ's perspective, now we know he likes challenges and building programs and going where they're kind of a mess, but I'm not sure at this stage of his career like that would be attractive to him other than, hey, it's L.A. and you got a lot of recruits out there. And those are the two things that would be nice. But when you start digging into kind of where they're at in infrastructure, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The way the uh, public reacted to the news, what what did you think of that? Because we talked a lot towards the end of the season, and it was a it was a disappointing year, right? Yeah. Outside of winning in Iowa City, it was a very disappointing year, and how the public and some folks we all know who have been loyal to him were turning the other way. What did you think about the way the uh, public reacted to this? You know, the idea that his name was out there, whether it was legit, we don't know but that his name was mentioned as prominently as it was. Yeah, I think there was uh, obvious concern. Um, like, 
I think the fan base looked at P.J. this year, and this was the first time he really got heat. Now, there have been other times in previous years, but this was the first year I felt like it started to pivot when people were really critical of his coaching and game day coaching and the need to change his philosophy and adapt his offensive style and who he, you know, his approach, the conservative. But that's a whole different conversation than he's leaving and now all of a sudden your, your program's in chaos. Uh, I think – uh, by and large, the fan base appreciates how he runs the program, all the good things he does with you know getting his players in the community, academics, all those things, the CEO type approach that he takes. So, it, it, you know, if he was to leave at this time, you know, mid February, that's that's a terrible timing for a program, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden now yeah. you're now you're in chaos. So I think there was concern, but that doesn't take away from the fact that I think people hope PJ just how he you know handles offense and quarterbacking and and just the conservative good luck nature. on that yeah it's, i don't think he not, can yeah no he just can't uh you had a good column uh over the weekend on uh complaining drives me nuts absolutely <laughs> positively drives me nuts i'm gonna see the wolves in la tonight uh and i'm sure ant's gonna be complaining and cat's gonna be complaining oh by the way james harden will be complaining yeah um what did you find instructive about all the people you talked to? Yeah, so I, I, you know, I, we all see it. You know, the ant holding his arms up, yelling "Hey!" and "Cat!" You know, his hey! history with the official. Yay! So it's just kind of like it's not accomplishing what they think it is. I mean, it's, this is not. It's not. Uh, it's not working. And so I went to talk to some former players. Like there has to be an art to this, right? You see, some guys get away with more calls or whatever. So I talked to Lindsey Whalen and your guy Jim Pete. Uh, and yep. Ricky Davis, former, it's like, how did you guys approach it? Like, there is an art, and you know, they're all great. I thought Lindsay was really wonderful about. I thought she was. There is a, there there is an art to this. Um, yep. She said she would complain and get on him, and then she would smile and wink to kind of disarm the whole thing, diffuse the tension. But I think there is a way to go about it. But all of them said, as you get older in your career, you realize that's wasted energy. Like you're you're worrying about the wrong things. It becomes a distraction. And so I hope. Uh, Cat and Ant get to that point where it's not saying you you can't complain or you never should, but when it's just so constant and it it, it feels like it's a distraction for them and they worry about the wrong things, I think you know it. When it boils down to it, it is wasted energy because they're not achieving the objective that they're trying to get. I think. Always a pleasure, sir. Thanks so much. We'll uh, we'll talk next week. All right, brother. We'll see you, man. The great Chip Scoggins with us. Okay, let's talk Metro Transit. We've talked about it many times before. This is our first chance to talk with the uh, chief of Metro Transit. Ernest Morales is next on CCO. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Playing music today from those folks who were nominated for the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame vote coming up. We'll see if they make it. So hope hope you're uh, enjoying the music throughout the day. Let's go to the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline and the Metro Transit Police Chief Ernest Morales is kind enough to join us. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Uh, You were named to your position last year on January 26th. So we're looking at about a year. Let Let me start this way. What accomplishment pleases you most so far? And what part of your job that you're still trying to achieve bothers you most? Well, hey, Chad, I, I just want to say good afternoon and thank you for the opportunity. I, I really want thank to communicate you. with your listeners. I want them to hear exactly what we're doing here at Metro Transit, Great. the improvements that we've made. Uh, my biggest accomplishment, getting the officers reinvigorated to do their job, knowing that they have the confidence of their chief. As a result of that, we had a 25% crime reduction in the year of 2023. Now, I don't want any false illusions here. We're still up 32% in crime when you compare 2023 over 2022. However, we are headed in the right direction. I believe that people who have been utilizing the system can attest to the improvements that they've seen. We still have a long way to go, no doubt about it, uh, even on the Green Line. Green Line still is a persistent problem that we're working on. Uh, what's bothering me? Why haven't I been able to do so far? So uh, transit, I, and I want to make this clear, transit is a small window to societal's larger issues. We all know that with the fentanyl epidemic, uh, unsheltered people, mental health crisis that we're suffering out there, when they have nowhere else to go, they often find themselves in transit. And we need to be collaborative. We need to own our responsibility. And I'm talking about my city partners. I'm talking about my county partners as well. If we all do our share, we can resolve this issue together instead of pointing fingers. So, Ernest, if someone hears you and they saw the story about eight days ago, that crime is up 32% from 23 to 22, and they say because of that they are not going to use Metro Transit, what do you say to them? I say come back. We are safer in numbers. That 32% crime increase is because of the fact that police officers are being proactive, because ridership was up 19%. The more people we have out there, the more proactive police officers there, the numbers are going to tick up. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Obviously, we wanted to come down prior, uh, lower than pre-pandemic levels. But we need the people to participate. This is a shared responsibility. 
together, we will get control of the system. So somebody's listening right now and sees those numbers who says, I don't feel it's safe. And they say, I continue to read that your department, like departments all across the country, this is way more than just your department, but that your department with Metro Transit has a much lower number of officers than you would like to have. What do you say to that specific point? Oh, this is actually factual. We're at 113 right now. We should be at 171. So we are short approximately 58 officers. But we have a heavy recruiting campaign. As a matter of fact, in January, we released two videos, one in-state, one out-of-state. We have billboards wrapping around our trains, our buses, up on billboards. We are trying very heavily to recruit the individuals we want to see make a difference here in the state of Minnesota. Are you having success? We are having success. The numbers are incremental. We would like to see them larger, but we we are seeing consistent classes going in. Uh, Just recently, Metro Transit has joined the social media front, whether it's X, Instagram, Facebook, to provide updates, including what I read in the Tim Harlow story in the trip today, is that you will provide a Friday update. Why was this the right time to join those outlets and be as precise as you can if I decide to follow Metro Transit on whichever outlet I follow? What information will I receive? Well, like you said, besides the weekly recap of what the officers do on a daily basis, we police empathetically, respectfully, and professionally with integrity. And I think the public needs to know that. And I would strongly encourage them to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Metro Transit PD and on X, MTPDMN. If you do this, you'll be uh, given the latest news, what we're doing, and how we're strategizing to improve the system. But more importantly, we just had an unfortunate death within our system where the individual was unidentified for a month. We posted that information on our social media, and within three days, he was identified. So we brought peace to the family of an individual who remained identified for a month. Minneapolis, among other major cities, has a challenge with homeless. And a number of individuals have tried to ride the trains because they have nowhere else to go. How are you handling that dilemma of realizing that this isn't a place for people to sleep, but also understanding that many of these people need help and do not have somewhere to go? Correct. This is one of our biggest challenges. Fortunately for us, we have the Homeless Action Team, and they have been teaming up with our major cities here, Minneapolis and St. Paul, to direct these people to the resources they need. But here's why I will say it's a much larger problem than policing, and we frankly don't have enough beds for everybody who's coming. They just keep coming, and we have to come up with a long-term pragmatic solution to resolve these issues so that we can solve these problems. Are people still sleeping on uh, the trains on a regular basis because they don't have somewhere to go? 
Well, I will say they're occupying space on the trains because they don't have some place to go. When we see them, we offer them the resources that they need. Whether you're unsheltered, you're suffering from a mental health crisis, or chemical dependency, we're looking to help you get the resources you need. The uh, officers with Metro Transit who are on the trains, are they equipped to deal with all the challenges that they could face, or do they need even more help? Well, I, I, we have the latest, greatest equipment, so they are equipped. However, as I stated earlier, we do need more officers. We need more bodies out there. Thankfully, we have community-based partners out there with us right now. As of February 23rd, we'll be uh, deploying TRIP agents, Transit Ride Investment Program agents, under the state legislation. So they'll actually be uh, taking over fair enforcement responsibilities from our community service offices. Okay, let's talk about fair enforcement. This is one of the changes through the legislature on trying to check people more and also the uh, punishment is different. How optimistic are you that that is going to change the process, the surveillance, uh, getting people to pay up, fining people, and thus making the overall experience better for those who've been hesitant to go back on the trains and buses, in particular the trains? Yeah, so I this is going to sound funny, but I'm not so concerned with the enforcement aspect of the inspections as I am just getting our bodies out there and holding people accountable. I believe once you have that human presence and we're conducting inspections, it keeps people honest. To date, we've issued approximately 12,500 uh, inspections we conducted, and we issued approximately 800, a little over 850 citations. So I'm not necessarily looking to punish people. I'm looking more to educate them and giving them a free uh, opportunity to do the right thing so that they have a worry-free ride that feels safe and comfortable. Okay. Are those numbers going down as word continues to spread? Or have the numbers, which are lower than I would have guessed, I'll be honest, have they stayed fairly steady? Well, I have to tell you about when you talk about the numbers being lower than you expected, right now we have 13 community service officers who work on a part-time basis. These are students who are going out there and doing their uh, due diligence. So those numbers are great based on the amount of people we have. When we deploy our trip agents, those numbers will be going up. But as I stated, I, yes, I encourage the inspections. Hopefully we won't be issuing the citations because people are paying their fares. Ernest, I appreciate your time. I wish you the best of luck, and thanks for coming on. Thank you, Chad. Have a great afternoon. Metro Transit Police Chief Ernest Morales right here on CCO. number of texts coming in. If you'd like to react further, you certainly can. You know how to track us down. It's 651-461-9226 on CCO. Little Peter Frampton finishing up the show. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations announced last couple days. So Dave playing those tunes. Jason is here. Jason's going to take you home. 
want to get your thoughts on what Ernest Morales had to say on, on one of the particular issues, that the data came out, I think it was eight, nine days ago, where crime was up 32%, 23 to 22. He's trying to say, Jason, the reason, or at least part of the reason why those numbers are up is we have more people out there enforcing that. There may be truth to that, Jason, but if you're the typical person who has been hesitant to ride, the trains in particular, and you see it's up 32%, you really don't care why. That's going to keep you away from the trains, at least in my opinion. I think it is difficult when you're going through a transition of like having more people out there, right? More officers, more engagement. Um, It does make it hard to look at data on a month-to-month basis. I think if you're on the fence, this sure doesn't help. But the truth is uh, there's barely anybody riding the trains, any cops, any, you know, I mean, any, anybody checking for fares. So, uh, you know, it's not surprising that those numbers go up. But you're right. I mean, if you don't feel safe, that's it's over. And this gets to the conversation we have all the time, too, on the numbers are never going to approach what they once were. Number one, due to the fact that so many people aren't working downtown, right. let alone the safety issue. Now, I, I saw your tweet. You're starting beer sales in uh, grocery stores. I don't, I don't want to steal your touchdown no, call in fine. any way here. Yeah. Uh, why are we still debating this in this uh, state as opposed to just passing it, moving along? Uh, the the Teamsters who uh, control sort of the trucking of alcohol from the distributor to the wine store, they have been very hesitant to change any, uh, that union to change any liquor laws. We're we're a weird we're a weird state with liquor laws, aren't we? Yeah. And and I I think a big part of it that gets under discussed is the fact that many communities around the state have municipal run liquor stores. So mm-hmm. the last yeah. thing those cities want is, you know, you to be able to go to the grocery store and get beer. But it's time it's, to it's time to move on, isn't it? Come yeah, on. I, I I thought it was time to move on 10 years ago, yes. and I've, I've talked about it before. You've talked about it before. Uh, considering the fact that liquor is in, in beer in particular is available everywhere, is it that big of an issue? And, and I'm not dismissing yeah. you talking about it because I've talked about it a bunch too, but it, I the think availability is omnipresent. Metro area is different from parts of the rest of the state, right? Because for us, yep. like, if you go to Lund's and Byerly's, the liquor store is attached, and it's like, hey, yeah, what's the big deal? I just walk over there and get the beer. But uh, that's not the case at every grocery store all around the state, and I think it is more of an irritation to people in other parts of Minnesota. Will it pass? I do think just going for beer is a good strategy, Right. You're like, yeah, it's only beer. It's not booze. It's not, I'm not going to hurt my local wine store. It's just beer. It's a commodity. Everybody's got it. I don't need expertise. Maybe. Jason, more on this topic and plenty other items as he takes you home. Linda's construction time check is time for me to go away, and it's time to get maintenance-free leaf guard gutters and receive 50% off installation labor. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.